It is the second edition of the Rossi on Wrestling Watch Along. This time, Billy, your choice. My pick. Yeah, your pick. I, I kind of felt this one was going to win. Well, yeah, because I picked it. <laughs> well, everything you pick turns to crap, so. Uh, it's kind of true. It's a metaphor for an inside joke that no one really... Well, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> the 1992 Royal Rumble, our first watch-along for a pay-per-view match. We're just going to watch the actual 1992 Royal Rumble. and this is Which I'm a little upset about, but I get We're busy, man. We are busy. busy. This is an hour-long Royal Rumble match, so we appreciate you uh, tuning in. And first off, just thanks for voting. Thanks for being involved. Thanks for... Uh, you know, all the tweets yeah, you've been I receiving. Yeah, I saw, like, odd numbers in the poll, like, so it wasn't, like, 25%, 25%, 50%, 0%. Like, so that meant, like, more than one person or four people <laughs> voted. Yeah, I was we, surprised by that. We were averaging, you know, our listenership continues to grow. We're in... You know, Good God Almighty, my cat is... Desmond, back on the podcast. Yeah, he's, he's First entrance into the Royal Rumble. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we'll get into this. We'll talk as it goes. So we're going to play directly from... If you're watching on the WWE Network, it's the dot that starts the Rumble. It's right after a Hulk Hogan promo, and my cat is breaking everything. And uh, so we just hit play. So you just heard the bell in the background, and now Howard Finkel is explaining the rules. The greatest Royal Rumble... Oh, I last year? You want to talk about that uh, one? No. 50 men. <laughs> This was a great... Oh, my God. I forgot about that shit. Braun right. Strowman. Yeah. It's the only thing he's ever won. No, this is the greatest... He's got a trophy and a title belt that you'll never see again. Oh, yeah. I gave him a title belt. It was cool. a green title yeah. belt. The Saudi Arabian prince, Braun Strowman. The thing. This is the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. It really is. It, it's... Yeah, it probably is. Because you're at the height. This is right before the This is for the WWE Championship. And that's all due to the fact that Andre the Giant... Isn't this the whole Andre the Giant beat um, Hogan for the title and DiBiase paid no, for it. No, I think it. that's a little bit earlier than this. I think that's like Oh, that, that, that's how we got to the tournament. Yeah. So what led to this? The Hulk Hogan... Oh, this was right... The Undertaker... I know what it is. Undertaker beat uh, Hulk Hogan for the title at Survivor Series and then there was like a double count-out situation. The Hebner's rules. There was all weird stuff going on around this time. Um, so that's what made this match for the title. And yeah, because wasn't this one... Um, there he is, Jack Tunney. Oh, great. That's the great figurehead that you need now. This is what you need. This, you don't need any friggin'... And I'm trying... I'm, I'm not going to go into the whole comparing this to uh, No, that's okay. You can do it in this sense. I guess. But this is the kind of figurehead you need. Just a guy to make arbitrary oh, decisions. Like, what a beauty. That's the greatest belt. It really is. tie. But wasn't this the thing with Ric Flair and The oh. Undertaker? We probably should have done more research for it. It was this Tuesday in Texas. He comes out and... Yes, that's what started this whole thing. And he put... that's Well, this Tuesday in Texas, I think, when this became opening this to be the, for the championship. Because The Undertaker defeated Hulk Hogan at the Survivor Series in 91. But, yeah, so Jack Tunney right now is just describing that this is for the WWE Championship. And this is what started... The, great, the reason I think this might go down as the best Royal Rumble, it started the impact of the Royal Rumble. Because before this, you had, like, Big John Studd, Jim Duggan, two Hogan wins. And this is when the Royal Rumble started to matter. Yeah, because this, this was for the championship, and yep. I think after this, it was the main event of WrestleMania, correct? Yep, it became the number one contender for the WWE Championship. So, oh, tea's ready? Ball, yep, tea, I think uh, some clothes is ready. Ooh, nice. So, first entrant is coming down. Uh, that actually up. timed out with the buzzer, so. It is. And there he is, the British Bulldog. Dead Davey as a Boy dead Smith, male. baby. 
Well, yeah, but I heard his son is uh, close to getting WWE's main event level type status, right? He's main event. He's not even... But he's like an indie guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's climbing the ranks. He was... Don't forget, he was in the WWE for a while. He was part of the... When Tyson Kidd had that really weird haircut where it was just the front of his head and everything else was shaved. like the thing at the end of the paper, the scotch tape thing. Oh, he really did. Like the ripple that you rip it off. By the way, I know these guys are all on steroids. Guy didn't look better than ever than right here. Look at this guy. Like right now, British Bulldog. Well, he's probably what? Like he's six one. He's probably no. He's like five ten. Okay, so he's like AJ Styles height. If AJ Styles did roids, that's what he'd look like. Dude, British Bulldog here, I would say is probably five ten, two hundred oh, wow. and eighty five pounds. And then here comes shredded. Fat, then here comes Fat DiBiase. Fat DiBiase. Well, he was always kind of chunky. Yeah. One of all right. So many good things to say about this. One of the greatest technical wrestlers of all time. In like his in ring work. Well, her too. She's one of the greatest women of all time. So this pairing, anytime Sensational Sherry was with anybody, she got him over. I mean, Ted DiBiase didn't really need it, but it made it even better. And he is like he is one of the most underrated workers in the history of the WWE. Oh, look at him. Goes right in the ring, goes right to action. Never see that from a heel. See, I like this. What I loved about the Rumble, and I won't... Really look at it. that. Look at that into the corner. That impact. impact. So Move the ring in it, should they say. Oh, yeah, well, these guys are also just bohemists. Like... These are big men. Like, these are wide, big, thick bodies. The oil's shimmering. Um, this is when the Bulldogs started wearing pants. Look at how they go Again. on the rope. Look at that oh. clothesline. <laughs> this is... What are you calling so, the match? Yeah, pretty go much. I mean, Bob, we can't hear the greatest commentary, second greatest commentary of all time from Bobby Heenan in this match. Wait until Roddy Where's Piper it? gets out here. And uh, he's like, I love you, Roddy. It's not a, it's not a skirt. It's a kilt. And then he does the hit flare. It's a skirt. Oh. He was great. Uh, yo, so this match, I believe, does the... Is this a two-minute or one-minute in between? I'm guessing two um, I'm minutes. I'm guessing just on two because it's uh, an hour. No, it's probably 90 seconds. Oh, yeah, that's true, because it would be just an hour. And for those who haven't heard any of the Bruce Pritchard um, Something to Wrestle podcast on Royal Rumble, when he was running Gorilla, he would say he would make sure it timed out correctly. He says when other people are running Gorilla, if you time it... It's called Rumble time. It was Rumble time. You, you just, when did we need that next guy? If it was, like, kind of a lower-card guy... Hey, just wait, and I yeah. gotta let him go. When it was a guy you knew was gonna get a pop, and the master was hitting a lull, send him in there. You know what's funny about this too, and you hear it on the Bruce Pritchard podcast all the time. Oh, like, he wasn't involved. Oh, oh, Deep and I think he was the Iron Man, or close to it in the Rumble. The '91, yes, he was. You'll remember this was really in the tail end of his wrestling days. This guy Look was hurt. at how ripped he is. Oh, He's probably two that is just massive. Even Warlord yeah. this time. Now, if you think about it, the irony, 1992 there, DBS thinks he throws British Bulldog out of there. British Bulldog pops in, throws him out. Two years later, that's how Shawn Michaels, uh, three years later, that's how Shawn Michaels wins the Rumble against the British Bulldog. British Bulldog, very, like, underrated for his impact. Never made it to, like, the headlining. I think his biggest... And uh, look at this, number three, oh, Rick The fucking Blair. hair was on point. He looks it's like so good. silvery white. Oh, great robe. And you know what's funny? At this point, he was kind of like pa- way past, not way past, but he just passed his prime. No, I think this is his prime. You think this is his prime? I, I mean, no, it's his 80s, to say, 80s is his this prime. Is a, this like is the AWS. first time I've seen him. That's true. As, as a kid. Yes. Like, this is when I was right, this was in the money spot for me watching wrestling. 92 to about 90, no, probably about till 2001. Oh, yeah. A good nine-year stretch. Probably even a little bit more. And obviously, this is the most I found. You know, as a kid, I didn't know about WCW until probably like 96. Well, think about it. WCW right now is in its infancy because it just turned over from AWA like three years previous. And Ric Flair was a big deal, was a big champion. Came over with the belt. Came over with the belt. There's only two times, I think, that the WCW champion... Within 24 hours of having the belt, was on WWF programming. One 
Ric Flair, because he brought it with him, so technically it's the same time. And the other, that was the Tuesday, there was another one, or Saturday night, I forget what that was when Ric Flair did that. Um, but then there was, look at that body press. Oh, and he's put, look at, British Bulldog look how is tan a he is too. Look how tan he is, too. Uh, Ric like, Flair never took a flat bump, always took the side. Well, you know why, because he broke his he back broke, in yeah. the uh, airplane thing. But quickly back to the uh, Bruce Pritchard podcast. Yes. He wasn't here for this Rumble. This was when he got fired. Yes. It was and in there between. Were, there were a lot of good pay-per-views around the time that he, he wasn't was there. And then in the Attitude Era, he wasn't doing creative. Yeah, so, he was just running like Gorilla. And he putting was, it out there. Putting it out there. A little overrated? Maybe very overrated. <laughs> Funny guy. Great guy. Great impressions. But every time something good is mentioned, it's like, oh yeah, I think I was a part of that. Maybe. And then when it was really bad, it was like, yeah, that was my idea. Like <laughs> was Bastion Booker. Oh, God. That's, like, that's right after this. Yeah, but this is when... And the classic flair with the drop down on his knees, please don't hit me. So I think you have, what, like two good years of wrestling after this, and then it starts to hit, like... I thought Bret Hart was bad, but that's when wrestling no, went down. I think and the WWE went down. Yes. Yeah. I think it was... Here comes number four, one of the nasty boys. And Jimmy Hart. Jimmy yep. Hart. This is the other what did you notice? Manager. You've had, number one was British Bulldog, number two, DiBiase with Sensational Sherry, number three, Ric Flair with Mr. Perfect. And Mr. Perfect. Ric Flair is being cheered for it uh, by Bobby LeBrain, and the whole friggin' time. Oh, yeah, that's all he's about a, He's part. like a partner with him. Like, he, he's calling they were, they were part of like the, ha- the, the Heyman family. Um, and then, now you have Nasty, Did one you of the Nasty. the Heyman family? The Heenan family. Uh, it doesn't matter what I said. Uh, so, what are you, uh, what are you listening? Uh, and then you have um, one of the Nasty boys come up with Jimmy Hart. But just to go back to, um, yeah, managers were great, and I think they're starting to get back to that a little bit. You're seeing yeah. them slightly trickle in more. Yeah, but uh, there's no strict managers. It's like a manager, or it's like an accompanied wrestler, and then they also are a wrestler, which is, I guess, also fine. As long as there's something. I that, mean, Sensational Sherry was a wrestler. True, but during this time, there's very little women activity. Yeah, in the yeah, ring. totally. But Leo Rush is is not really getting. He's not too old Yeah, but he's not mixing it up. Yeah, no, you're right. But I still think, yeah, I just, I would love a strict, like, actual manager. I want what Lana was when she first came in, like, telling the wrestler what to do when. I, I just love that. I love those throwbacks. I love Xavier Woods, and I don't think they'll ever, ever, ever push him as a big-time oh, heel or a big-time babyface. Oh, he's pulling the Shawn Michaels. Oh, look at him. Nimble. Oh, I See you later, buddy. last long. What a drop kick. Best drop kick in the business history? Not even close. No, who perfect had a best, uh, one oh. of the better ones. Who has the best one, though? Best ever drop kick? In my opinion, there's one guy, much taller for a guy that does a drop kick. He doesn't do as much now as Randy Orton gave Randy a damn Orton. good one. That's the one. I think his is so smooth. Because he's like six, what, five? Yeah. He's huge. Oh, he's probably tall. Six five. He's probably like six eight. He's really? a big dude. Yeah. Well, huge. either way. Because he's taller than John Cena. I think John Cena's like six five. All right, here we go. Entry number five. Oh, he did that. Riffler, always taking that side. I know he broke his back, but. Ugh. I bet you it's probably better. Is that a coup? Oh. He looks uncomfortable. King Haku. Is he Haku right now? I think he's King Haku. Because I think in WWE he was always King Haku, wasn't he? I don't know. I think he was just Haku. At this point, he was King Haku earlier. But what was he in WCW? Ming? Yeah, Ming. I love the name. Ming. They always say, they always talk about it. He was like the toughest guy in the history. Yeah, he like ripped somebody's ear off or nose off or something like that. Like, he's a crazy dude. You know, one time I was threatened by a... uh, uh, we all know it? how things go when you get threatened. No, well, yeah, pretty much. No, it, it didn't happen yet. But uh, how would I describe this? Yeah, my girlfriend's father in high school said, you look like the kids I used to beat up. And he told me a story about how he ripped somebody's ear off in a fight and kept it on his dashboard. What? 
yeah. in his car. In his car, and like so, police officers in formaldehyde. This guy doesn't sound like a psychopath. Oh, he was, yeah. I mean, for people who know the story, they'll know who it is. I'm not gonna name names. You can name names. Listen, we got we got a, we got a new audience here. People love you. By the way, this is just Haku, not King Haku. Yeah. Oh, you got the list? I got a list, yeah. Oh, what a power driver. Dead. Dead. British Bulldog is dead. You know, our oh, friend literally. Anthony can name every participant in order in this Rumble. I didn't believe him, and he proved it like a month ago. Really? Yeah, we watched this playing poker, yeah? I yeah. mean, as they were coming out, he knew who they were. Just by the look of them? No, 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 before. Okay, because I was going to say, I think I could get them just by oh, the look. Oh, yeah, yeah, Now yeah, we yeah. have a list. We'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm the worst one on this list, I believe, is Skinner. I think they're all pretty big players. I'm is Skinner in this? I think he is. Uh, you got... Yeah, we'll, we'll see as we get there, but... Yeah, there's some... Yeah, there's some Skinner at 27. Oh, right, don't spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil and you also it. have... Musta- uh, what do you call it? Uh, General Adnan, yeah. Colonel Mustafa. Colonel <laughs> Mustafa, a.k.a. the Iron Chief. I mean, that's not a... That's, Why did that's they a change his name? Player. That was such a still. bad move. Yeah. I mean, so, I think it was to go with uh, whatever war they were currently in, right? Yes. Yeah. That way. Oh, and the British Bulldog tossed out Haku. It's just weird. I never thought of the Bulldog and Flair and then Shawn Michaels. Is. And this is what everybody needs to take notes on and this is what he'll say is that this isn't the one he won, obviously. But he always said, when I got my chance in a match like this, and I was going to make people have to remember me. And he'll bump like a son of a bitch in this. And this was the... Uh, Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. And to Ooh. think, what was it, 12 years? No, 16 years late? No, when did Michaels retire? 24 so we're well, heading to WrestleMania 8 here. So, 16 years later, this was... Their Flair, final match, right? Flair's, Flair's final match. Final WWE match. And it, there it is. I love you. Look at... He kicks him in the face. And he's like, no selling. Like a son of a bitch. I mean, and then these two are going to have a big history in, like I said, in three years. I don't know about you, but... Boy, the power slams. What a forgotten move. I mean, there's very few people who are this big now. Yeah, but then you can still... Yeah, that's true. I mean, Cesaro is one of the most jacked up. Oh, and dude. Shawn Michaels. Oh, no, no way, dude. Look, another, he, another kind I of foreshadowing. I think he a long time. Oh! He's, this is when he had a teardrop suplex as his finisher, I believe. Yes, this when he held the sweet chin music. Like he's just rocking people with that sweet chin music. This is pretty fresh off the split. From Marty uh, Jannetty. Is it, though? Yeah, I think that happened in... This is 92? Didn't that happen in 91? Yeah, probably. Uh, I think he faced Tito Santana at WrestleMania 8. When is this? This is before WrestleMania 8. Oh, it is? Yeah, isn't this heading into Russell? Yeah, because it's heading into WrestleMania. I didn't do enough research on this one. <laughs> but that's why, hey, well, listen, we're just like the listener. We're just, we're just watching as we go. So I will say right now, I think this Shawn is Michaels Sean Michaels. Oh, Michael. oh, see, the, he didn't learn it yet. He didn't learn that flip-up yet. Oh, Remember yeah, how he, he used to do the roll? Yeah. No, right there was terrible, though. No, but like, that was just the one where, like, he does the kick in the corner in this spot all the time. But what I was trying to say before you interrupted me, like, eight times. Um, I'm a real <laughs> interrupter. You are. Uh, this was the Shawn Michaels figure. I don't know if you had this exact one with these tights. But mine had the red uh, hearts. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the Mattel one or whatever was the red type. It, uh, the breakup, let's say right now. I had to special order this one. It was in 92? For real? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like right, right either before this, or maybe it didn't even happen yet, for all I know. Is that Rick the Model Mattel? No, that's Tito Santana. Oh, he's, there's a guy I just don't even, couldn't tell you anything. Just, I, I always think of him, him and Dino Bravo just come in my head at the same time. I, I think he was pretty good. I don't I mean, think he wasn't good. I just think of them in my mind together because these are guys before I was really like a week-to-week fan. I guess. I always kind of liked him. And, uh, that would be a fun future podcast. What? When did you first, like, what is your first memory of being like a real fan? Don't say it now. Just thinking maybe. I, I'm, I'm trying to think, actually. Yeah. Uh, it, it does have to do with going to Avenue Video in Malden and <laughs> renting the old, like, that was a Rumble yeah. VHSs. 
And I would go every time to see if there were any new ones, and there never, never were. And I would always get like the '89 Rumble. Excuse me about cutting you off. The Rockers split up in December 1991. All right, so it's like almost a year later. I assume is the, no, the this Rumble. Is a, this is a month later. This is 1992, January 1992. Oh wow! Didn't you just say it was January 91? No, December 91 is when they broke up. Oh, this right. is a month later. Yeah, this is uh. So yeah, he's coming fresh off of it. So we didn't go right to Sensational, Sherry? It took him a I guess, while? Yeah, it must have been after this. He's like we said, this is on the road to WrestleMania 8, where this should have been, as we know, Ric Flair, who's still in this ring, should have been facing who? Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the no, match no, everybody no. wanted. But due to poor house show receptions, how funny is that? And that is when I believe, you know, if you want to keep going on your Pritchard rip, I think he came back for that. Oh, really? And, and that was his move? To, well, it wasn't his move, but he just said that happened during that time. It's always interesting to listen to people like that who are talking about what they did. And you've been around people who talk about what they do, and you're like, you don't do fucking half that shit. I feel like, yeah, yeah I mean, he might be, you know, dressing up some of the stories, but who doesn't? You oh, know? yeah, we all do. That's, that's the Dusty point. Dusty Rhodes would say, why well, let the uh, truth get in the way of a good story? Hey, why don't you give, give me a little Dusty? Give me, give me a little of his voice. Uh, the American Dream, baby, that's a rule. There you go, that's good. I love Dusty. He's you gotta a, a little. Friggin' man. Hercules? Oh my, no, that's the, uh... Barbarian? Yeah, he looks rough. He can't even move. This guy looks like he's all flesh. Is there bones in that body? It's just, everything's bouncing. Ooh, looks rough. He can't even move. Oh, who was the other guy with the gear like this? The Berserker? I had the Berserker, yeah. The Berserker was the toy that was, like, always just available. Those Martel, the Martel, right? Those he ones came those? to the ring with a giant fucking broadsword. Like, yeah. it was huge. I remember watching one match, like, a month, uh, a few months ago, because somebody recommended it to me. Like, watch this match. He puts somebody's head, like, outside of the ring, oh, up against the post, and he swings a fucking sword at it. Obviously, they move. But, like, if you were in the audience as a child, you just witnessed attempted murder. That, it's like, you can't watch Child's Play as a kid, but you can watch uh, the Berserker try oh to God. decapitate a wrestler. Now, you know what's funny? If you look in this ring right now, I was going to bring my beef. wife in. It's not just a lot of, yeah, a lot of beef, uh, Finn Balor. But what I, you notice is you can just see character. The different colored tights, the looks of the guys. Now, Ritzler just looks like, I can't think of anything, but uh, that's got to be a wrestler. Kind of looks like just like an old guy. I don't know how to say it any better. Yeah. But Shawn Michaels like, has character to him. Tito Santana looks like, yeah, he kind of looks like a... Um, like a luch, not a luchador, a uh, and, uh, matador. There, there she is, matador. That's exactly it. And you got the Thank barbarian you. looking like you might come in on this because this is kind of interesting. And then you have like the British bulldog. How simple is it? He's wearing British flag tights. Yeah, and I believe that uh, Mustache Mountain honored him at NXT they did, UK uh, wearing the, like the black version. Yeah, him and, and the Dynamite Kid. Yeah, they did the the bulldog, which was a really cool tribute. But I will say as much as the, you can like oh. see the character of these people, yeah. the biggest, most of the biggest stars of all time are dressed like Ric Flair. No, absolutely. Stone Cold, Goldberg. The Rock. Even Hogan was just one color tight. Yeah, The Rock. But I'm just saying, like you can just see the sense of the, different the character. The other players it. also need yeah. to add character, especially if they're not as, as talented as those. I think that's what you're seeing a lot of the time. Here we go. Who's out here next? Oh, the Texas Tornado. I thought that was the ultimate warrior. As Bobby the Brain, he's the only guy who can hide... Well, one, <laughs> the man can hide his own Easter eggs because he's got a hollow leg. Mm, that is true. Foot. He like, doesn't have a real foot. Oh, he's man. dead. All the Von Erichs. He killed himself because he can never become champion. I believe that's the story. I'm going to Wikipedia. He looks just like the ultimate warrior from behind. Oh, he's huge. Not as big. But he, like, he's look, huge, though. Yeah, but warrior is just wet wide. Look at yeah. Tornado was something else. There you go. Oh, oh there's a classic player bump. Boom! Love it. But look at, look at this guy. This is fun. See, I'm already into this. 
I haven't watched this Rumble in a while. He looks like a goddamn superstar. Wow, look at that flop by uh, he looks Michael. Like he Michael pop back up. He, he looks like you would cast him in the movie like Hercules or something. He, he looks, looks fantastic. He really could be. Maybe he was that other. Remember when people thought the, the Ultimate Warrior wasn't the that Ultimate was Warrior? But like that's what he, he, he could be. Yeah, he might have been one of the Ultimate Warriors. Well, they said they would always use either hawk or animal for uh, like fittings for stuff when the warrior wasn't around because he oh, was about the same size. Which, which one was the powerhouse? It was hawk, right? I would say no. Animal, animal, was, animal was like the Laurinaitis. Yeah, yeah, he was like a huge one. Hawk's the one who was drunk uh, after oh, about poor guy. six years after the storyline where he fell off the Titantron. And, and then off the wagon. And then actually died. Oh. A lot of people dead in this ring, by the way. Really? Texas Tornado, British Bulldog. I think Barbarian and Tito Santana. Isn't he dead, too? I think you're just making that up. I think Tito's alive. I Sounds think Barbarian good, might be alive. Sounds good. Okay, Barbarian is... Drumroll, please. What do you think? Dead or alive? Oh, I'm going to say alive. He is... He's alive. Not man. dead. Yeah. Can't say he's alive, but I can confirm he's not dead. All right, who else we got? Tito Santana I'm going to say he's definitely alive. That would be big news if he died. Oh, uh, hit the wrong button. Here comes the next participant. He's probably a WWE Hall of Famer. What does that mean? He is... They would make a big deal out of it if he died. Two for two. Not dead. Yeah. What about the Repo Man? I think he's Oh, dead. he's long gone. Yeah. Oh, Repo Man. Look, you know what? Great character, though. If you're going to transition from... I mean, uh, I loved him as a kid, but looking back on it now with adult eyes, oh my God. Well, look at half of it. The promos were great, but though. Look at character. Again, yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's basically the hamburger. Look at his, really, he totally is. Look at his ring trunks. Yeah, he does not... Not flattering. Oh my god. And what are the things Wait, around him? He was one of the demolition, right? Yeah, he was, uh. Was he Axe, I think? Might have been Smash. Smash, I, 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 I always get my Axe, Smash, and Crush. crush. <laughs> yeah, he was and Smash. Crush, crush had such a long career. It was crazy. Yeah. So I do hope. Variations, I do hope that they get to him in the Pritcher pocket. He's one of those guys I'd be interested in. Absolutely. Because there's just so many variations. But look at the Reaper Man, just the way he walks. It looks like a video game at this point. Because when he moves, he's not like. Like a human, he's like. He's I like mean, a sneak. the Royal Rumble video game for Super Nintendo was one of my all-time favorites. They have one for regular Nintendo too. The arcade version of that was crazy. Like the graphics the... were phenomenal. I'm sorry, I can't get over a Texas Tornado. I- I'm looking at this guy. He- how is he not a main? He is the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, pretty much. He's just like just you said. He's spinner. not as like thick in the back. Yeah. Well, he's got a thick back. You know what I'm saying? Look at that thing. Watch out. Oh, he's jiggling down there. Yeah. He didn't miss his leg day. But the Repo Man is like permanently hunched. Yeah, like you just hunched over the whole time. And here comes the woos. No, but it, oh, there it is. Yeah, it, it's so funny to see oh, this. Oh, like, Flair. Yeah, God, what does Rick Flair do? Rick Flair. He's our friend Lawrence. We'll always get called that when it comes to Rick Flair. I mean, if you know, you, that's in the canon of the podcast. Yeah, that's that's on our Wikipedia page as, like, things. <laughs> yeah, as, like, our tagline. By the way, I saw you blow up a collar today with the, uh... Every day. You, you still use the... Oh, yeah, the Michael Holly blow-up? Nice. Yeah. I appreciated that one. Yeah, four callers day. I'm, I'm short for you. Four? Now. Yeah, 2019. I got no time for bad callers on WEI. I heard one that was freaking great. Uh, whatever the old guy mathematician was. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. One-time WWE champion that is not on the records. For real? Yeah, he beat Bob Backlund. And they didn't count it. And then the two of them, like, fought in a match. Bob Backlund's WWE title reign of, like, eight years, he lost it twice. He really? lost to Tony Inoki, or what, not Tony, um, Antonio Inoki, that whole thing. I think we talked about that last week uh, in the AJ Styles. Um, By the way, fat version, well, slightly fat, fatter version going out in the corner with Ric Flair. And oh, with Ric Flair, another Ric Flair bump. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh. Whoa, he did like a rollover. Yeah, Greg the Hammond Valentine looks awful. 
got great hair, though. But yeah, Greg the Hammer Valentine and Antonio Inoki both beat Backlund as part of his eight-year reign. So he really didn't have it. They just didn't recognize either win. Well, it was probably like one of those house show bullshit things, right? Yeah, yeah. but still, Alabama was house shows then. There was no TV. Yeah, but I thought, like, I think I've seen the Intercontinental title switch on a house show. But this, like, literally, he had the title. He beat him. Then they fought again to a no contest. Then they fought for the championship in the third match in, like, 1981. And uh, back in the one, so they just, you know, that's the rain counts the whole time. Yeah, as we know, Vince McMahon fucking does whatever the fuck yeah. he wants. That's when you had to realize, right then and there, you should have known that there's any time that there's rules, they don't matter. So you got Greg the Fat Hammer Valentine. Who, this is a guy who, like, was in, like, six Rumble... Not six, but, like, three or four Rumbles after this. Like, he hung around but never was a part of WWE. I mean... Week to week. Yeah. I mean, he basically... I don't know who came up with oh. what first, but, like, he had the finger four. He had the yeah. robes. He had the terrible hair. Rick Flair, hold on. Real quick. What a move combination. Rake of the eyes to, to um... Oh, Frank all... Valentine, and then the back low blow to yeah. Repo Man. All he does in this whole thing is just eye pokes and face rakes. And it's beautiful. That's what I would do, too, in this yeah. match. How you survive. Yeah. Here comes our next part. Shawn Michaels just like friggin' Oh, booting all over the ring. So now the match is. This is why my favorite part of the Rumble is like the begin, like the first third of the match, and you have all the guys hanging in there. Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov. Now here's somebody who looked bad in '92. This guy wrestled. He was in the Million Dollar Corporation like three years from now. Oh yeah, that when was when Austin bad. came in the ring. That was a really part of bad faction for a lot of. I think it's an underrated, fa- underrated faction. I think he was terrible. It had like the talk in it. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Like I, I'm just, I'm kind of a faction mark. So. So am I, but that was he looked, not going in any top. I'm telling you right now, I don't look good. I'm not going to pretend. But poor Nikolai Volkov. Look at the ring. This is steroid era, like through the roof. Yeah, there's and only a few guys who are really looking good right now. Takes tornado. Michaels. Bulldog. Yeah, that's about it. He doesn't have hands. Yeah, he looks, looks pretty good. good yeah. But Barbarian, he he actually physically looks good. He just looks like he can't move really well. I don't know but if he physically looks good. He's Nikolai Volkov looks awful. Yeah, but I think it's okay to be a heel like that. <laughs> hey, that's a good point. Pasty, white, kind of flubby. Was he really? No, who was Trevor Murdoch? Remember that Trevor Murdoch? Yeah, he looked like him, but yeah, he was somebody's right? son. Dick Murdoch. Oh, Dick Murdoch. Thank you. Who's another guy? I don't know. If, I don't think he's in this rumble, but he popped up in a couple of random rumbles. Did he really? Yeah, there was always like from like ninety three, ninety four, ninety five, maybe ninety six. Before they did the, uh, there was uh, one year where they had the, like SWAT team guys, those little fat. Ninety seven. Like, they had like so many shitty guys that came out. <laughs> well, ninety seven. Oh, Nikolai Volkov. Thanks for showing up. Uh, in ninety seven, that's when they brought in all the guys from Mexico. Oh, and did they have the mini rumble too? <laughs> no, but they had the mini guys, the <laughs> mini Vader match beforehand. Yeah. That's one we have to do. Like. Uh, we can fucking do it tomorrow as a bonus. Cause we <laughs> How many bonuses do, we got? I don't give a shit. Like, that was fuck. I would watch that all day long. Because they had, like, the little luchador match before, like, the, what do they call them, the mini matches? Yeah, there was, like, the mini Royal Rumble. Oh, it wasn't a mini Royal Rumble. I think it was, like, a six-man tag. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, they had the mini Vader, mini, um, not Austin. There was another, yeah. another like, character. Yeah, yeah, it was freaking fantastic. But mini Vader was a beefcake. Yeah. Alright, so here comes our next entrance. This rumble is really stacked up. Bossman flying, flying is down the slim? entrance. Oh, this is slimmer, Bossman. Yeah, this is like well, yeah, this is before he was huge. He yeah. was a big. He was like close to four hundred pounds at the time. But he slimmed down really. Oh, look at he, look at these working punches. Yeah, Michael, how are you not out? Yeah, he gives a good working punch. You know what the other thing is? Mm-hmm. Thing we didn't realize. So you know, you look it up. Very young at this time. Oh, oh Greg Damer Valentine gone. Repo man. Yeah, he's only like in his like early twenties. Ray Trailer died in his forties. And you had to think he had another run in the late 90s. As, like, the, uh... As the, like, enforcer from McMahon. As the guy from The Shield. Yeah, basically. He was the first Shield member. 
But yeah, he was he was one of my favorites growing up as like a good guy and a bad guy. And yeah. of course, there's the famous uh, what is it night in the New York Slammer match with him and the Mountie. Uh, yeah. Oh they, my God. SummerSlam '91 just happened a little bit earlier. That was yeah. my favorite. Oh, Repo Man taking a spill. That's one thing that look and there he is. Uh, Still moving that same way. All character. Sold it though. I loved him as a kid. Those, I think I don't think we talked about it. The promos he had where he would show up to people's houses is fucking fantastic. I had no idea what a Repo Man was when I was a kid. I had no idea what this character was about. That was an IRS. Course, I had no yeah. idea. I thought uh, IRS was just a nerd. Now I, I'll bring this up now, and it'll be my first mention of the Jobberknocker. Oh, but okay. like, I'm get, a, get the jar. Uh, I got a little heat for them. Uh, you got heat for them? Yeah, we'll is get. That, to wait, I think it is heat a good thing in their case, or is this also like you have heat? No, it's a bad. Well, it's not a bad thing. Well, I'll say this: I, like I think they're stealing our shit, though. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they? Ah, uh, when you're superior. Oh, British Bulldog finally out of the match. No, they 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 used a lot of uh, good, bad, and ugly today. Love good, bad, and ugly. But you know what? I'm okay with it. Uh, canoe? Canoe? Don't do that. <laughs> Isn't that canoe, right? Canoe. Yeah, but I, I didn't know. I forgot. I wasn't How do you get a podcast with him? Yeah, for a heartbeat, all right? It would have been magical. Um, but he, he's in on the Royal Rumble bet. Yeah. No. So I don't know. At this point, when this is posted, I don't know if we'll actually sell spots ready. But we're, we, we have like only 10 left oh, earlier really? this week. I, so I, I bet you we're done. Yeah. I bet you were, yeah, because there's a lot of people on the list that said they would give me money, but I don't confirm you until I get that cage. All right, I'll like, do Bill, that. you're not even in right now. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to okay. do it. Uh, Who's it, coming out? Look at this job. I think that's Hercules, right? He looks... Oh, what is that thing? Oh, man. Is that Hercules? Yeah. Oh! So they did on their podcast, they do the 30 helps for the Royal Rumble. Oh, my God. Sorry. This is just... What is going on? He looks like a Jack, Jake the Snake. <laughs> no, not even Jack. just looks like a gross Jake the Snake. And Jake the Snake is pretty gross looking. So they do their 30 hopes for the Rumble. Very good. Check it out. All right. Uh, but they said that they want Bodellis to be in the ring. Lights go off. Bray Wyatt comes out. They square off. Then the next person out is IRS. Honestly? <laughs> I that's, think it's that's good. That's good. That would be great. That's a good... Like, that's what the Rumble's there for. And like, you know what? You don't, that's when you bring in... And there's Rick Flair's 15th uh, side bump over a press. Um, but the thing I like about that, and like in these Rumbles, that you don't get it now. They've been doing it over the last 15 years. You always have those really fun moments. Yeah, like you need it. It's a long match, and it's you need those one or two fun or like standout moments. And that I think they'll have them this year. Because that oh, and there goes the barbarian, Ray Trailer, big bo- oh, big boxman's wiping people out and himself. Nope. Now, now you're calling this match. I, oh, sorry, I get excited. I love the Rumble. Yeah, it's it's, it's the greatest it event is. of the year. It, and I'm talking not wrestling. I'm talking of anything. This is the most fun. Oh, the finger poke. I mean, if we counted them, it would be in the hundreds. And if you're listening at home with the volume low, I'm sure you're soaking in all the great Bobby Heenan because it is phenomenal. Look at him. He was a freaking Ray Trailer too. was. Well, that's one of um, Hulk Hogan's personal favorite guys to, to wrestle with because he's a big guy that could fly and bump. That was one of the greatest Bruce Pritchard podcasts. Was big the it was really good. Was it was phenomenal. one of those ones. I like the... Oh. Oh, 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 oh. I think he tips himself out. Oh, oh and he was Jesus. just... Cap- oh, my God. That looked bad. I think this is a big guy coming out, right? I, it doesn't matter. I think the... Oh, I love player it. With the bump. Dude, he is... Bossman just, may have just died. Nah, he was fine. Fine. You think about what could have just happened. He actually got hung in the ring before. That's true. Uh, that would be seven years later. Yeah. He and hung. still, he was fine that night, too. I know. He survived. He wrestled the next day. No, I don't know if it was the next day, but he... No, he did. He wrestled on Monday Night Raw. Oh, that is true. I've heard that. I don't remember it. And here he there is. There he is. It's a skirt... I think, and uh, also, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, he got a yeah. chance to fight for the Intercontinental. Is he in the Intercontinental Champion currently? Because he got a uh, chance to fight for it tonight. Because they were saying, like, oh, this is the first time anybody's had a chance to win both titles. 
You know he never held the WWE. He is the Intercontinental Champion. Who did he beat? Earlier this night, he defeated the Mountie. What a great character. What a great character. Ric Flair Smart rolling under. Remember in WCW when you sent, at the same time, so the Royal Rumble is, you have to send people over the top. In WCW at this time, if you sent somebody over the top, it's a disqualification. Is it really? Yeah, I remember. I only watched Saturday. Well, this is only Saturday night at this time. Oh, the on, power plane or whatever the hell Yeah, when they, and they, the, the ring was on a, uh, circ- yeah. a circle in uh, the MGM or Universal Studios. Did he so, just know all that? Yeah, he did. He, 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 Piper doesn't care. Oh, oh. He's going for the finger poke of doom. <laughs> oh, here we go. Never a good move to go up to the top rope or a middle rope. I never liked this. Two, everybody three, so weak. four, five. And like your junk oh, right in their oh, face. Oh, atomic drop. Oh, inverted oh, atomic really drop. really bad looking. Oh! And he didn't sell it. He nope. didn't sell anything. I think Piper is pulling a Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan in this match. By the way, they're dressed exactly the same. R, R on the boots. Yep. R, F on the boots. But see, blue and white. I like that. Yep. Today's wrestlers, they'd all be wearing all the same color. Oh, I like Airplane Cesaro. Thin. Who does? Oh, this is um Tyler Bate does this now. Dude, did you see him do it at the? Yes, UK with two with guys two on. Guys? That guy's fucking. Impressive. Oh, sleep rolled. One of his finishers at this time too. Yeah, that was his finisher. Where's the heel? Yeah. And he honestly lost it in terrible. There's very few people who put on a good sleep yeah, roll. He's really loose here. Ric Flair is telling him, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Ric Flair, yeah, it, but think about it. He's a rest hold. At this point, he's already probably been in the match for like 20-something minutes. In, in his lifetime, 20 minutes, he's had sex with like three women. In his average, right? That probably. I don't know. He's had, he said he's had sex with like he, thousands he, of women. When you listen to that ESPN thing, that to me was the most interesting thing about the ESPN thing that he did. Here, is that Jake that snake? What, what are these types? I'm telling you, he looks like Hercules. Like he, the Hercules looks exactly the same. That's this the looks like the New Day. See, and again, the psychology, I think they did this oh, when yeah. they listened to it for the Bruce Pritchard podcast. This is what you would do. This is why snake. he is incredible. He really is. It's just smart. Like, in reality, if you were going in the ring... You wouldn't go in the ring. I would, wait, I would do what he did and what Jerry Lawler did in the 96 Rumble. And another thing. Hide under the ring. Ooh, nice punches. Great working punches and every move. This is what people... This is what Ronda Rousey does really well, what Kurt mm-hmm. Angle did really well. There's no misstep. Everything's well-timed. Everything's well-thought-out. You want to get that? I don't know what's on there. We got other audio devices going off. I mean, this is a media household. It really is. That's a lot. Of, whenever... I'm telling you right now, there's not a moment without audio. In oh. And I also mean because you both work in media, and I oh. work in media. And you are, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's on you. Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't hit anything. I haven't listened to that in about four hours. Anyway, so now you got Rick Flair down, Jake the Snake, another guy, never got a title. Didn't need it, as they say, which I always hate, but... But at this time, think about it, there's only two championships for... Well, three with the tag, but there's three championships. I mean, now, that's how many there were for the longest time. I know, but think about today, 2019. NXT has more championships. NXT UK has three. They have four. I'm sorry. No, no, they have three. No, they have four championships. No, I think it's a women's, a men's, and a tag. I think they have an intermediate one. No, not yet. They're probably going to announce it. I bet you but they do. NXT itself has the NXT, the United States, the uh, tag team, and the women. So that's four. That's what all their events consist of, really, just four or five matches. I think we've got to go and get rid I mean, okay. I would just get rid of the Raw brand at this point. But it's, honestly, but ooh, Jake the Snake. I would, I would definitely get rid of the, the freaking... Uh, U.S. title. No one's done anything with that. Or just move that to like an NXT instead of the North American. Like that actually would have been a good move. Oh, here he comes. The first ever oh. Royal Rumble winner. Is he alive? He's alive. Yes. That'll be big news. Well, Jim I mean, Duggan. Happen, but. You, what a brick shithouse. 
Like, you're not messing with a guy that big. He's a former football player, yeah. right? That's why his move, he had, like, the tackle. The shoulder tackle. Look oh, at him. Man. Just a barrel of monkeys when he comes in the ring. He might be up there for a lot of Royal Rumble entrances. He was in there up until, like, maybe seven years ago he made. He, he made, made a couple of appearances. Yeah, he did. Oh. Love it. See, it's funny now, like, in 2019, where, like, I think it's going to be like this. I don't think there's going to be a ton of surprises in this one. Only reason is that they're such thick rosters. Now, I think the women's, again, you'll see more surprises than men, just because there's just so many guys. You know how, I mean, and I, you know, body positivity is a good thing. It's a great thing. I like most of, you know, Ashley Graham's, like, my hero. Like, she's my favorite. Which, she's my banger? Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. it's not hero. She's, like, my idol yeah. for, like, women. But... A lot of body positivity for these guys because none of them are in really great shape. Think about the 90s, though. Like, this is 90s. This is, like, 80s, 90s, if that makes sense. Like, the decade hasn't switched over yet. Like, Nirvana's just getting really big at this point. Like, I don't have the confidence to walk around if I look like that. But in that time, like, think about it. When you were a kid, I I don't know what your... Well, I know what your dad looks like. I saw him earlier in the match. Yeah, he looks like a million-dollar man. But, like, your dad probably didn't care about his belly or, or the way his body look. You just put on not. a bathing suit and go outside or go to the pool or go to the beach. Nobody cared. We became so vain in the 2000s. Like, it was really all 2000s. Even the 90s. Like, even when I was a kid. I, for a little while, I had the t-shirt when I was going in the pool because I was a fat little kid. But I think it was all because my parents were telling me it was a sunburn. But I think they were body shaming. But They were body shaming their own child? Oh, please. Man. My parents are ridiculous. My dad's the type of guy who would say, when I was 15, why didn't I go up for runs? Now when I'm trying to get in shape, he'd say, why don't you have a cupcake? So, just, just put that into your psychology. I'll save the rest of my therapist. But uh, it's just <laughs> like the way it works, though. But think about it. Like, this time, people didn't care. Like, there's a famous Royal Rumble in Triple H. Right? Who's going to come up here? IRS. That's, there's a nerd, as uh-huh. I like to say when I was a kid. Dude, he was a great deal. No entrance music. Came out yeah. with a tie on, the suspenders. His promos in the office. I think you could get back to characters like this a little bit now. There's room for it today, I think. Because there's too many, like... Just Finn Balor's, John Cena's, which are good. You just get the blue ones. How about just Andrade? Thanks. How about Elias? Like, some of the worst names. Oh, absolutely. Elias. But I'll tell you what. What are we doing? Andrade can do whatever the fuck he wants He can, but the name is going to hurt him in the long run. Oh, he is. Him and Rey Mysterio said fight every week, and I really don't mind if they do. Uh, But that was... I'd have to go back and watch it again because I was watching while folding laundry. But like every time I looked up, it was freaking unbelievable. Two guys that just want to go out and just get it. Talk about brass ring grabbing, but I want to see him versus Cesaro. That's my dream match right now. I mean, like just on a SmackDown. Like I don't need a pay per view. Don't need a story. No, I need a story. No, it's better without. I'm noticing now these matches when they don't have stories are better actual matches. Don't get me wrong, the hype isn't there, but but going back to this, so you have IRS, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, Rick Flair and Roddy Piper, all Hall of Famers in the ring. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this literally, I think Skinner's the only one who is, would be considered not one of the I don't great. think, yeah, Barbarian, I'm not putting him as one of the greatest. I mean, Pre- Coco, be, Coco Beware is in there. Oh, is he in this one? Is he going to be coming No, no, no. I mean, Coco Beware is oh, in the English. Hall of Fame. So, I mean, it's pretty low standards for me. Is he in this one? He's in there. Oh, we're going to get it. We're gonna, we're gonna, he's going to come up and just slay somebody. Virgil. Virgil's pretty low stakes. But still, Virgil, like, you know him. But, yeah. per- but look at that. Like, Virgil. Oh, his name sounds terrible. Like, that's not his and when he was a baby face, off. he had good music. It was like a, it was oh, just that, so like, generic. Like, <laughs> and it's like Jim Johnson being like, all right, what do I got? No, nothing. He probably, that was probably just stock music. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Free. It's funny because right, I use a ton of stock music in my super, super, Oh, super my blah. Lord. This is the sickest man I've ever seen. My God. 
He's Jimmy dead. Snow- he is long dead, and he murdered somebody. I think he's long dead. Not like two years ago. Yeah. Gave Tamina a push. Anyways, they have Jimmy Snuka, who looks ridiculous. Looks like he was inflated before the match. Yeah, he definitely had the steroids. Wow. And maybe not the squat rack. Cause wow, he looks just bizarre looking. Yeah. He he always kind of looks weird. He's got that like long trunk. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like all torso. So now you have... He's a Hall of Famer, too. Well, absolutely. But, you know, was he stricken from uh, the WWE Hall of Famer after he murdered somebody? Uh, probably. Who knows? Well, he already killed somebody by this point. Yeah, I, mean, I think... Yeah. Yeah, he's not a good guy. No. So, um, but he was a fan favorite, and Nick Foley watched him, and... Do you watch Pottermania, by the way? Uh, at times. Not, not consistently. But sometimes it makes me angry. Oh, I fucking love it. I've never been angry about it in my life. I'll be embarrassed by it. Like, sometimes <laughs> I would watch it at work. And people would come in and they'd be like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "This isn't what enough wrestling's always like." But they had a great uh, ending mania where they have like, you know, they cut up clips, pop culture clips with like different things, and it was the Harrison Ford. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Oh, the fusion. And you know how he jumps off of the thing? Yeah. They put Jimmy Snuka's head on it, and they have the music, the super, super, super fly. Did he do like the splash? Yeah. Like, oh, that's it was, good. It was amazing. The Botchamania guy is part of the Cultaholic. He's like, what's Cultaholic? I'm a big fan of those guys. He used to be with What Culture. So, like, he does their podcast and stuff. He's uh, he's an interesting character. He seems like it. But, but like, good for him. Like, what, I mean, what, what, a, what a way to, like, If get you're ever interested. born and you're a wrestling fan and you don't know oh. about it, you can kill hours. Oh, you, when you used to stuff. send me them, like, it's always like a Mac. It's just all the worst parts of, like, the thing that I love the most. Yeah, but that's what that's what it's for. No, no, I know that. Don't get me wrong. It's just so funny to see it. All right, we got another entrance coming out here. By the way, uh, your man's doing punch in the corner, hacksaw. Out next, I guess Shawn Michaels is the Undertaker. Look at this, OG Undertaker, a year in the business. Now I can probably bet a lot of money that I was the Undertaker this Halloween, the next Halloween, and the Halloween after. I was once the Undertaker at Halloween. I, I think don't remember what it was, but everyone called me a witch. Really? And I hated it. <laughs> I think I went cried. Ninja Turtle, Ninja Turtle, Ninja Turtle, Undertaker, Jesus. Undertaker, Undertaker. Creativity over there. No, I was, I was obsessed with these people. Okay. Were you different Ninja Turtles or always one? I think I was always Michelangelo, but Is I will your say... your favorite? Na- like, back then, yes. Now, I think the sarcasm of Raphael oh, has grown right. on me a little bit, but not in the... In, te- uh, in Turtles 2, Michelangelo was, it was by far the best character. Oh, and Jimmy Snuggle fly, Superfly Snuggle gone. Undertaker tossed him. I will say I was at least the purple glove and gray gloved Undertaker. I was purple glove. You so know what I That was like '96. The uh, the dishwashing gloves. Oh, did you paint them or color them? No, we just oh, got purple, purple ones. Yeah. Yeah, my mom did the whole thing, and every uh, ding dong, trick or treat. Oh, look, it's a witch. And I was a witch. That's what I was called. I was pissed. He's a warlock. War, they, they, these old ladies didn't know probably what a warlock was. It was just Ding Dong. Oh, Trick World Blow from The Undertaker. Oh, Undertaker was an evil bastard this one because uh. he wants his title. And he goes, yeah, Ding Dong, Trick or Treat. Oh, look at the witch. I'm a boy. It's hard to tell. What are you talking about? It's pet. No. Uh, yeah, seriously. I just, I was so mad. But look at it in the ring now. Now you, oh, there's another. There's been more finger pokes in this than uh, people getting tossed over. I'm telling you, the eye gouge is a great move. It should be the number one move in a Royal Rumble. It's so effective. Uh, now, you know, seeing it, I hope we see it this year. Somebody's got to pull it out. All right, now the next entry. I think we're picking up steam here with the uh, entrance. Because you had The Undertaker, Jimmy Snuka, IRS, Jim Duggan were the last few, Jake Roberts before that, all still in the ring. 
Yeah. Oh no, he's such a gone. big guy, but he, he doesn't look that big. Oh, there's the Macho Man. Macho Man looking like the warrior oh, this down is, the this ring. This is uh, you look at Jake the Snake hiding under yeah. the ring. He's what just, what out. brilliant! What brilliant! <laughs> Wait, hold on. Character. Macho Man goes in so fast, has no idea where everybody is. Gets lost. Gets pummeled by the But that's the character of the Macho Man. And like you, like I always thought. Yeah, look at the character in the ring. Yeah. He didn't like. He might have not been like all there in real life. But when you hear all the stories, he's like one of the most put together, like planned out wrestlers oh, you that's ever been in the back. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to say about Jake the Snake sign on the ring. That's where that had to be where Kevin Owens learned it. That was one of my favorite things about the Kevin Owens character for a while. The Prize Fighter, Bellwood Ring gets out of the ring. And this is what I this is what I do. This is what anybody should do in any field. You see the people who did it the best, and everybody knows he was one of the best heels oh, ever. Oh, no. Uh, well, both of them. Yeah, so, yeah both Jake of them, the really. But you go out, you watch what they do, and you try to copy it, you try to emulate it, and you try to make it better. And, you can, yeah, Kevin Owens does that kind of stuff. I love he cools that. off. I think but, it's just such a great way to start. Oh. Doesn't he eliminate himself? No, uh, well, Macho yep. Man just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, some years you can't right eliminate I, yourself, I, I and forgot, some years yeah, you can't eliminate you can't yourself. Now. Even as, like, a 10-year-old, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And then the Undertaker comes back in the ring? This is all based after the um, marriage that's also involved in that 91 SummerSlam. So, Elizabeth and Macho Man, who were basically filing for divorce at the time, get married on screen, and then the Undertaker and Jake the Snake in, in, fo- in Snake in footage, like you saw, like on Superstars a few weeks later. Yeah, the was, after party was the after party where they showed they up. They came out of the box. <laughs> oh. And then this is also the feud where you got bitten by a snake earlier. Oh, in the ring ropes. Yep, a little blue dot covering real, the blood and a real snake bite. Yeah, they just took the venom out, and the Macho Man took the bite. And Macho Man was a very, like, skeptical person, as you, you know, if you've heard any of the stories about him. He was nervous about everything. His wife, everybody trying to mess with him, his stuff, his luggage. So taking that bite, that talk about real trust in Jake the Snake. And by the way, I proved my wrestling, I think I proved my wrestling nerdum. Yep. On a trip back, our flight got canceled, so we had to take a goddamn friggin' train out of New Jersey. But we were on there, and somebody said that they were at a WrestleMania in Ooh. Madison Square Garden, okay, where Hogan fought uh, Macho Man. Where the Mega Powers collided? That wasn't WrestleMania. Yeah, it was. Maybe yeah. That was in Madison Square Garden, was it? Mega Powers collided. WrestleMania yeah. 5. But was that in Madison Square Garden? I think it was. I could be wrong, but I think WrestleMania 5 was Mega Powers collide, no? No, that... Uh, yeah, but where was it? Da, 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 da. Let's click on the whole Wikipedia thing. Atlantic City, New Jersey. All right, well... Don't um, lie. But no, you were right. No, more, he's more from New Jersey. So that might mean he was All 5. Right. But... <laughs> He claims, and I'm going to go back and watch it, he claims that uh, Macho Man came up to him and, like, ripped something from him, like, grabbed oh, something from him. Oh, during the match? Yeah. By the way, that WrestleMania 5 poster, we just did a quick Google, what an awesome poster. You've got two of the most iconic wrestlers of all time, Macho Man and Hulk Hogan, and just a gigantic explosion I don't think that's them. the real one, though. Go to the images. That is the uh, VHS. Yeah, because I think they have, like, the in the, the face-off one that's, like, actually... No, that's the, Hogan and Warrior. That's, like, the famous no, one. No, 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 this one. Oh, yeah, this yeah. One that, that's like an, uh, it's, 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 oh, I thought it was an arm uh, yeah, wrestling match. That's the one I remember from this Rumble. Yeah. And I think because of the Bruce Pritchard podcast, I know almost, if not every WrestleMania met Berserker. No. There he comes, this maniac trying to murder people in the ring. He looks fast. He looks like the Blue Brothers. Remember a couple of years later, the two Blues? I remember Eli the Eli and Blue. Oh, the Outlanders were great. The, the Highlanders? And, yeah, whatever Highlander. they were. But no, there was the Blue Brothers. They were a big... They were like fighting the smoking guns, and this is exactly what they looked like. Wonder if they, let me actually well, check on that. Maybe he became one of them, probably not. That oh. was I, I don't... I'm not a huge fan of these generic powerhouse tag teams now. And there's a lot of them out there. 
Oh, like now? Yeah. Like the powerhouse. The, oh, like you're talking about like AOP? AOP. The, no, the, the two that are in NXT right now, they're going for the title. Going for the title? Yeah, they're facing the Undisputed Era. Oh, um... They're like every other generic tag team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the other people that just got called up and robbed. Okay, oh, Heavier Machinery. Oh, my God, that was bad. Yeah, I like them. I'm into that. It was fun. Uh, I like entertaining acts, too. Like, you can't all be serious. Yeah, I like entertaining acts, too. Show me one. No, it's not You're into Dozer, whatever his name is, and he comes and, like, sexually harasses Alexa Bliss. Oh, pretty lady. Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, give me some of that. Anyways, again, looking in the ring, just character everywhere. Character. Two of the best all time going at it right there. This would the be ring. your uh, championship match at WrestleMania 8. Ric Flair versus the Macho Man. In the middle of the card. Yeah, because they realized they made a mistake. It should have been Hogan. Now, who headlines it? Goddamn Hulk Hogan and Sid Vicious. And Papa Shango. And late, the Warrior. Late. Yeah. A late Papa Shango. Everything, you know what? It just really does make you believe that Hulk Hogan really pulled all the cards. Papa yeah, Shango was late for an in, was, a, was quote unquote late for an interference from that one. The whole 1997 sold a uh, uh, arcade when Nick Patrick didn't really do the slow count and Bret Hart that debauchery. Yeah, I think people make Hogan out to be a nice guy, which oh, I, don't so, I don't think he's he not. A, ooh, that's a bad bump by Macho Man from the Berserker. Kind of Berserker, definitely not a uh, world-renowned wrestler. You can tell. Oh, here he is, Virgil. Virgil. Me and my wife, uh, WrestleMania 32 outside of the... Oh, no, it's WrestleMania 33 outside of... Mita? He was standing there trying... Yeah, you can come over here if you want to talk for a second. See, he, um, he was in a tracksuit trying to get into... Um, I forget now where, the Citrus Bowl or whatever, the oh. WrestleMania... Thir- no, WrestleMania 33. It was when we were at um, in Miami, oh. Orlando. And he was trying to get in. He was saying, I'm, I was at WrestleMania. We overheard him. He's talking to a guard. They're like, I'm part of WWE. I was at WrestleMania. This his nose guy. just looked like it's just flying up his face, by the way. This poor, poor guy. guy. I mean, and he was jacked as hell. He, he's a he guy in great, great shape. shape. Yeah, just lean. He looks like what people try to look like today. But in 92, people probably go, oh, look at this little guy. Yeah. And you know who they named him after today? American Green. Yeah. It was all ribs. He, his, he never had a name that wasn't a rib. He was make, making fun of Dusty Rhodes because he was the booker. Yeah, of what was he in WCW? Vincent. Oh, no After way. Vince McMahon. Oh, God. That was his two character names. Poor guy. He was just always a rib. He was basically a human troll. Put out the cool hair and the nice gem in his When you hear the stories, I saw him post something on Twitter the other day. I forget what it was. But oh, I he's all put, in. Get oh, that F money. Shuck. Like, holy crap. Well, Undertaker and Ric Flair, like, and these two had a WrestleMania match at WrestleMania 18. Ten years after this, these guys are going to fight at WrestleMania. And great matches. Yeah. That was during Badass Undertaker and Ric Flair with no confidence. Yeah, they always cut out the American Badass uh, Undertaker from all of those highlight packages. Yeah, because they, they didn't have the theme, you mean? Oh, oh, highlight packages? Yeah, anytime you see the Undertaker's streak or like... They'll go quick. Like, those I don't are real think quick. so. I remember the one he lost to Lesnar... The lead-up, I think they had a quick thing. Who's he fighting this year at WrestleMania? Who, The Undertaker? Yeah. Hopefully fucking no one ever again. Oh. Because, I, think I about it. Think about the people who have signature WrestleMania matches now. It's him, know, Triple, Triple H, H, and Shane Goddamn McMahon. I was gonna, oh, who we got here? Oh, here he comes. Is that like a bushwhacker? I was just going to say that's the bushwhacker it, it, walk. It's gimmick, gimmick infringement, and then he stopped. That That is, uh... <laughs> oh, no, he's doing it again! Look at these racist bastards. Okay, so are the bushwhackers in this one? No. No. We're getting to the nitty gritty. This is uh, Colonel Mustafa at number twenty-four. That's a great that commentary. That would be tag teams in this one at all. That's a good sign. 
Yeah, this whole, yeah, there's not a... Because you have to think, this was for the WWE Championship, so they actually were smart and put all the right guys in. I think if you look at it, a lot of these people spun off from tag teams. Oh, yeah, I know, like Shawn yeah, Michaels, yeah. all that, but... So right now, without getting... You know, who's the, who's in this thing the long... Oh, obviously, it's going to be Ric Flair. So Ric Flair, at this point, has Ric already Flair. been in for about 40 minutes. He came in at number three. I mean, he's just a working stud. Now, just think, if you if you were to think right now, knowing who's still to come, you're going to know... You want me to Hogan's think right now? You don't want me to wait? I want you to wait to think now. Uh, Hulk Hogan's going to be coming out. We knew that going into this. And you had to believe someone like Sid Justice, Sergeant Slaughter. Who do you think would win, knowing the title's on the line at I, this you, point? You would bet everything on Hogan. You yeah. didn't think Ric Flair would win. But it is a good thing that for... I mean, oh, there we go. We're in the Knickerbocker Arena in Albany, New York. Where the hell or what the hell is that now? I think that tells you the weight of a Ric Flair and how how huge he really was. Because a lot of people come into the WWE, F, whatever it was, whenever it was, and they get pushed down for a long time and have yeah. to prove their worth. I mean, at least Vince knew that he is, at the time, probably one of the best in-ring performers of all time, and yes. the character level is through the roof. And the thing about Ric Flair, and that we, as we just kind of did our AJ Styles episode recently, the thing about, like, I think Vince gets this sense about certain guys and what he had to do to get them. Like, Ric Flair, he got him to bring the championship over. He knew that this is a guy that's like, we're going to work with. Yeah. We're going to work together. And I think same thing AJ. Like, he, he knew, like, AJ was probably somebody he wanted a few years before. Then when he finally gets his hands on, it's like, we're going to take advantage of this. Oh, uh, Rick, the model, the model Rick Martel. How is he not in the Hall of Fame? He should be, absolutely. Absolutely, like with all these guys, another guy just oozing character. Just has a look. And where's, uh, where's um, ignorance? No, I always call that ignorance. What is it? Um, arrogance. Arrogance. I always call that ignorance. I mean, if That's you go a- back and look at some of his old promos, that might be a reason he's not in all the same. I mean, yeah. and obviously Bobby Heenan and all of them work the angles of, yeah. like, race and sexism but and that all was, that. To a funny point. Yeah. But if you go back and look at some of his, we would watch them at work and just be like, oh, my God. I think these are this. seriously racist. He but, is the Damien Sandow uh, type, by the way. He oh, yeah, all pink. Rock the pink. But this guy looks like a million bucks. Yeah, great hair. Great hair, just looks good. Looks like, uh, who's the guy in My Best Friend's Wedding? My Best Friend's Wedding? Who's yeah. that? Uh, what's it with uh, Julia Roberts? Uh, I never saw that movie. Oh, it's a good movie. Dylan McDermott, thank you. Dan, I'm from the... From oh, whatever, it's close not him. Oh, somebody's got oh, Colonel Ocknod or whatever, uh, Colonel Mustard. In the kitchen with the wrench. Yeah. Played by Martin Mull in the uh, my favorite movie ever. Oh, they're remaking that. Yeah, and I will go outside of the theaters when it's premiering and be like handing out DVD, DVD? copies of the actual movie and saying, "Go the fuck home and watch it. Yeah. I'll save you the goddamn money." Do you think know they're going to do the alternative endings at the end? I hope they do. And what's the real ending of Clue? See, they actually released supposedly like thirty more, movies, right? Yeah. And I can't ever. I think one find them. all of them were guilty. I've heard. Yeah, they, really they have yeah. every... And if you go back and watch, like, the ones that are on the original... Look at that, they're just hamming it up. The three DVDs that you get, you can find, like, errors when they're going over, like, the like the voiceover of the, the thing. Oh, like, recapping? He did this, he did this, and it's they're showing the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> on, like, a, a, a major movie. Oh, major enough. That's a huge movie. Madeline Kahn... I would uh, say it was a huge movie, like, it wasn't a big budget. It was huge, huge actors at the time. Yes. Tim Curry, oh, Tim Curry was on the ride. He was young, Tim Curry. He had already done uh, Rocky Horror. Yeah. And I think he probably already that done was a it. Cult hit. No, it was 91. Oh, and there he is. Oh, I'm Hulk a real Hogan. American. Did think look? of how lean Hulk Hogan is here. Yeah, way leaned out. I remember... Because uh, this is... We're about to head into the... Uh, the... Um, Starwood trial coming up a year from now. I mean, you can just see it by that old Hasbro figures. 
I had one where Hulk Hogan, I mean, obviously they're not built to scale, but there was that one where the, uh, the arm that just went back and forth. Yes, the punch. Which was this Hogan. Yes, because he had the shirt. Yeah, and then there was the one that, like, uh, you pulled the arms back and forth. Where he oh, was he had one of monstrous. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, but it just had the light band, Hulkamania bandana, yep. I believe. Those are my favorite toys. To, well, actually, no. The, the one Jacks. No, the actual. Oh, Martel out. No, the old Hasbro's were always. But the ones with the bone crushing action. Oh, like in the my late God, those no. Are, no, those are the best ones to play with because they would never break. Because uh, you could bend them, you could do all. And those were they made them so well. You know, I had all the giant rubber wrestlers from the. Oh, 80s. you did? Yeah. And I ruined them all because I was just playing with oh, them. Oh, of course. But so when I was a kid, I loved those those ones. Like the original plastic. And oh, Undertaker, see you later. You know what the best thing about those dolls were? Oh, I mean, oh. t- dolls, toys, whatever you want to yeah, call them. What are we doing here? But you dolls. can remember those like twenty five cents. Berserker, we'll see you later. Go get your sword. Eliminating everybody. Oh, he's hulking up. Shirts coming off, and everyone's going. Wait a second, looks a little different. You know those twenty five cent uh, helmets you got from? Uh, oh machine? yeah, in the coin machine with the the football. They fit perfectly on the head. Oh, the big rubber one. Yep, and on, perfectly on the head of Stretch Armstrong as well. Really, I yeah. feel like Stretch Armstrong's head was bigger. Oh, Virgil takes out both. Was that also hacksaw? So in the yeah. ring right now, you got Ric Flair, Ric Flair, Ric Flair, ba- um, Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper, IRS, and if it, look at this, Hogan and Flair battling in 1992, and this thing wasn't your main event at WrestleMania. And it was never really a big time match anyway. No, these are house shows. Who's the other? Oh, Macho Man's in there. The other thing about and this is uh, Rick Tomorrow Martel, who I thought was eliminated a few minutes ago. Did the Warriors? Oh, don't worry, everybody. No, Can hold I? on, everybody. Skinner, here comes Skinner. Although he did have a couple of good matches. But look at this. Look at this ring. Look at this talent. And he got Skinner. Oh, yeah. You got the cream of the crop in there. And Skinner is one of the biggest players did you have, time. Did Warrior have a match? Yeah. Did he have a match? Warrior match was fired after. Wasn't he already fired here? Was he gone? Yeah. But he came, he came back after this. Yeah. But I well, will no, say... Did he? Yeah, because WrestleMania 8 after this. Right? Yeah, WrestleMania 8. Did he fight at WrestleMania 8? No, he returned. Right? He ran down to help Hulk Hogan. Oh, you're right. Um, but either way, I was never, and I know like our friend Anthony was, and a lot of the people I worked with were By like, the way, oh, second I- last match, I have to just interrupt this. Second last match at this WrestleMania was Owen Hart versus Skinner. You mean of this bro? Well, this, no, WrestleMania, this upcoming WrestleMania. Holy shit, I can't believe that. That was your like, cut. take a nap. Oh, they gave him a minute and 30 seconds. I'm still. Were you a Warrior guy or were you a Hogan guy? Uh, would have, so this is during the time where I was, like, I wasn't watching like, really? intently at this time. I knew of it. I was probably just a Hogan guy because that was, like, the popular stuff. But um, See, like, I definitely was never a warrior guy because I didn't know enough about him. Our friend Anthony was loved him. A lot of the people I worked loved him. A warrior, I right? I always found him to be annoying. And I didn't like him. Really? I hated I hated everything about him. I never did. Like, I would put, I would cut the bottom or, like, rip open the bottom of trash bags and put them on as, like, a... Uh, like a tank top, and then I would rip them in the living room. Oh, because you were trying to be Hogan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, Hogan was I'm more... Not, I'm not ta- tying tassels to my arm and putting face paint on. I didn't like I just no. didn't like him. I didn't buy it. I get it. I, I think the thing is, like, I think Hogan was that guy, and then Ultimate Warrior was just as big and just as colorful, so he became awesome. I actually, if I really had to pick, I was more of a Macho Man guy. Because Macho Man had the character that's, ooh, yeah, and the snap into a Slim Jim, like, all of that. I was all into that. I loved the Macho Man. I used to think the Slim Jims were awesome. Then I started squeezing them, and it made me kind of nauseous. I actually, I thought like I peeled off. There comes. Oh. Is he back to being an American hero again at this time? I can never remember. Uh, yeah, I think so because this is the uh, no. Didn't he, he did turncoat in the war? Yeah, but that already had happened. That was the uh, year before. 
Yeah. Well, the first time I ever had a Slim Jim, I peeled off the plastic, and then, like, I thought Ooh. there was another la- layer of plastic on it, and is I was that like, no, case? that's the fucking Slim yeah. Jim casing. And, that's how uh, they snap up. Oh, yeah. yeah right? Uh, disgusting. Vin saying it's shiny. You're going to talk, and I look in front of the mic to watch oh, along. Oh, she's fine. Let's go bed. We're here late yelling. Oh, whatever. We've well, still got another podcast to do. Just kidding. Trying. The other one already came out. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. going to be released later. Um... And then you have Piper and Hogan just ripping it. Hogan looks rough. They never fought at a big, like a SummerSlam or a WrestleMania, right, those two? The first WrestleMania. They were in the oh, tag with team. the tag team. And Cowboy Bob. Cowboy Bob and Mr. T. Oh. Mr. T would have been a cool guy to jump in on a match like this just to do it. Like they, yeah. didn't, they didn't really think outside the box. Drew Carey. Drew Carey was nine years away from making his Royal Rumble debut and only appearance in the Royal Rumble. So right now you got just again excellent stars in there. You got Slaughter, Macho, IRS, Skinner, Rick Flair. No, Skinner's gone. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, Rick the Model Martel and Roddy Piper. Like these are just studs. Like this is this is the point where you, like I, like I this is why I love the Rumble because at this point I love it because you're thinking to yourself, okay, you only have a couple guys left to come out, and then who is going to win? That's always my like thing. It's like who's going to win this? Yeah, that's what everybody does. No, but right now you start to really think, like, okay, you're down to the (laughs) nitty-gritty. Like, there's not much more guys to come out at this point. I mean, I'll try. You have two left. I can never get enough of the Rumble, and I know people just get annoyed. I've I've sensed people getting annoyed at us watching a Rumble together. We will talk back and forth, like, about, like, different scenarios, and, like, we're watching, like, uh, the Patriots on the final drive talking about what kind of play they're going to run. Please. If you ever, let's see, this is number 29, Sid. Look Fisher. at this fucking this monster. This guy, through the roof. Vince McMahon loves big sweaty men, we know that, but this guy was like in his wet dream. Dude, he just hopped up, like yeah. no problem. He was like Brock Lesnar when he was younger. Oh, going right after IRS. Was he a face or a heel? That's the thing I don't really understand. At this point, I think he was a little Look at how high his kicks are, and that's the leg that's going to snap in about nine years. Dude, oh, when I was little, I didn't appreciate the size of these human beings. Of course not. But How could you? Like, you wouldn't, because they were just all bohemians. Yeah, and they were all in the ring together. Yeah, but, like, look at him and Hogan. Like, he's taller than Hogan, said Bishop. And Ruth Flair is no, no slow. Oh, yeah, either. they're he all does. big dudes. They're all really big dudes. Yeah. But Sid is an um, absolute monster. Yeah. But he's well-proportioned. Yeah. He's probably, what, 6'11"? I think he's bigger than The Undertaker. Yeah, we'll just say 6'11", for argument's sake. So he, yeah, he's well-proportioned. He looks good. He's built. By the way... When did oh. the fucking Undertaker? Did he eliminate himself? No, Hogan eliminated him earlier. Oh. So, um, the one thing you were saying about watching, like, I remember last year's Royal Rumble, the 2018 Royal Rumble. I was here because I was flying out the next morning to go down to Minnesota for the Super Bowl, so I was watching it alone. Me and my wife watched it together. Because I think you had, you were already there, weren't you? That was Minnesota? the only time I ever got blackout drunk in my life. Okay. But you were at Minnesota. At the I night. was already in there, Minnesota. yeah. So, well, if, if you're in Minnesota for the week before the Super Bowl, you might as well be blocked out drunk. It's, it's, you know, an interesting city at that time of year, we'll say. Only time ever. So, he, I was watching. I remember it was down the final four was Finn Balor. Actually, the final six was Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura, John Cena, Randy Orton, and Rey Mysterio. And I remember just being, like, completely, like, on edge. Like, what is going to happen? Rey Mysterio's in last year? Yeah, he made a surprise appearance. And I knew it wouldn't be oh, yeah, him or Randy Orton. Yeah. So I was thinking it would be one of the other four. But I started to get that antsy feeling, like, are they going to go with Finn Balor? Or are they going to go with Nakamura? Like, I just didn't see any of it happening until it came down to... And they did. Yeah, Nakamura. That's a win. It was, it was a great match and a lot of fun. One of the better rumbles. Yeah, the Velveteen Dream is going to win it this year. Guaranteed. And number 30, coming out, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, wait, no. Just kidding. The Warlord. This the guy was Warlord. monstrous. 
monstrous. Yeah, he's very scary looking. Slick. Another great man. Oh, no, sorry. That's um, Harvey Whippleman. We're on his manager. quick air. Yeah, manager. manager. I think he's still involved. Is he still involved today? I don't know exactly, but he's... He's, he's involved for a long time. Here. And he so, managed the great Giant Gonzalez. So look at this guy, though, Warlord. First of all, where are you, Warlord? Take your time getting in there. Yeah, there you he would, though. He looks scary. He's like Nathan Jones scary. Yeah, not as tall, but... but oh, his, oh, yeah, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Oh, wow, look at Hogan. And you know and you know, Flair said, let's go out, let's give him something. Yeah. Hogan's not going to do that. No, and what are we doing back body? They're doing suplexes. So now you got the final guys in the match. Here. you got Hogan, Ric Flair... Uh, Sergeant Steve. What a bump! Right. Holy crap! Sergeant sort of just bullet dived over the top and just may have killed himself. He's and, out of that. And I know we're not, you know, turning the volume up loud enough to hear this, but I gotta say that's something that's lacking today from everybody but Moro Ronaldo. Oh, they and I, I noticed that a lot in the matches this week where I saw moves that were worthy of a my God in yeah. heaven, and it was just like, oh, what a move, what a maneuver, and yeah. it's just. But that's what, You're you know, taking away from it. Like, you, the, some of these matches this week were freaking exciting, and it was just, ugh. I feel like that's the blame of, like, getting people in your ear to, like, talk about something else. They've, uh, Michael Cole has done very little outside talk about his role, but in, like, private interviews, he said, like, he wishes he didn't, like, he was able to call the matches more because he always feels like he misses moments because of the conversations he had oh, with Gorilla. Absolutely. Like, right now, in, there's no one in these guys' ears. Oh, no. wow, and IRS just was eliminated by a tie. Erwin R. What, what is it? Erwin R. Scheister. The R stood for something. No, Internal Revenue... Right? The, I think it was just R. I think that was no, 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 look it up. I think there was actually it stood for something. Because I looked it up one time, and it, it had to do with something. I don't know. But... Erwin R. Scheister. He lost... He just, he just got tossed out with 27 minutes. Mike Rotundo. An all-time great, like, technical wrestler. He just an absolute stud. Mika Rotunda. Oh, you've Where never seen her? She's a... She's a... Mr. Abigail? No, I... She would be great, but she's bigger, I think, than both. Oh, she's, a, she's like a big she's a, Yeah, she's a... She's a very fit woman, and I think... I don't think she's in, with uh, NXT yet, but... She's oh, she's a, like a wrestler? She's a wrestler, yeah. The whole thing. Oh, look at this. Said Said double this elimination. Just, yeah, maybe. so Piper and Rick the Model Martel. So now he's starting to really think, who's going to be the champion? And look like, at that hair. Yeah. That See, hair is amazing. The final four of Hulk Hogan, Rick uh, Flair... Sid Justice and Macho Man Randy Savage. If I was so everybody in this ring has been a champion aside from Sid Justice. Oh, Sid's a champion. Not before this. Oh, not before this. I'm just yeah. saying. So, well, Ric Flair technically hasn't been. Oh, Ric Flair flying knee eliminating. Oh, uh, what a way for Macho to go. By the way, his type tonight, super hot fire. I'm gonna oh, say yeah. that from Josh. He just comes out naturally. That's okay. Canoe, Jabberknocker. You didn't force it, so yeah. I'll take it. So, oh, look at this. Chops by Hogan. Yep. So Hogan. That's Justice all he can do. And Rick Flair. Oh, and there's the first. Ooh. Oh, well, he well, can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't go over all the way. That looks worse though. Oh, Rick Flair is about to be eliminated while Sid Justice just stands there, smart. Oh, he's a good guy at this point, I think. Oh yeah, this is a yep. And then Hogan eliminates him, and that's yeah. it, right? He's pissed. Like it's so funny. Like people are mad. What is he supposed to do? But this was a pretty good book. The yeah, way it ended. The way it ends right here. Oh, um, there he is saying, "I gotta go play softball." Yeah, is that the story that he just liked playing softball? Yeah, he would leave because he was on a softball team. This rest, like, think about all the passion that, like, think of a place you work. Oh, by the way, Hogan now doing the, the tug of war with Sid Justice's arm. Going to pull it off, and then Ric Flair's scoop. Oh, oh, 
Got him. Weird way to win. And Hogan did a lot of cheating in his day as a baby. Oh, he's the worst baby face. He, he would did. he would choke people with yeah. the ring rope, his tape, he'd pull hair. By the way, the Ric Flair just won the WWF championship. And if you were to say that three years before, people would be like, no, it never happened. One of the greatest promos of his right, life right after. after. Not just his life. His life. Not just his life. Anyone's one of the greatest life. promos of all time. Because like promos we're starting to see again now a little bit. Just give a person a mic and just see what happens. These guys are talented. Oh, I love this too. Hogan, what are you doing going in the ring? Going Still after? in the moment. Still in the moment and looking like an asshole. Oh, Mr. Perfect. You know, by the way, Mr. Perfect's jacket you see right now is back in fashion. Stuff like that yeah. is what people are wearing now. You see in like, all these like hip-hop videos. Yeah. But Ric Flair lasted one hour in this match and wins the WWF Championship. And now, in the ring, though, it's Sid Justice and Hulk Hogan. Your WrestleMania main event? What is going on? Yeah, it was just it was a lot of beef in the ring. Scenario. I get it, but then just let Flair have his moment in the ring. But they actually, in the long term, did the better move. He goes in the back, cuts the promo. And cuts, like we said, the best promo. What's the best Patterson? It really is. It's because he's just so real. You'll see Shane out here at time to time at this uh, era. Oh, yeah, there's this there right now. But he, he came out, I remember specifically, in the Macho Man Ric Flair match. Oh, yeah. To, like, break things up. Pat Patterson getting Pat knocked Patterson down. always wearing a suit with sneakers. Ugh, what a Hebner's are out there. And that guy with the terrible blonde hair, he's out there all the time. Look at this. And these guys are getting broken up to tease for their main event, though. As we said, this leads to WrestleMania 8, where everybody thought we'd get... By the way, if they really thought you'd go Hogan versus Flair, what was the point of this? They knew. They knew. Don't give me this poor house show crap. I don't even... I, I've never even heard of the poor house show stuff. No, that's all the story. I thought that they, they were stupid. Well, yes, that's still the answer. But yeah, they said that they did it, like, for, like, they did a run of house shows, Ric Flair and Hogan, and nobody, like, the crowd didn't, like, care. But it's like... You make the crowd care, people. Like, they just didn't want to I do it. I think that's just an excuse. Absolutely. Fact. So they wanted... Because like, look at this. They're doing a long tease when the other guy just won the title. And, and we haven't even seen him yet. No. And Ric Flair again goes on to face Macho Man, Randy Savage, at WrestleMania 8, which, you know, is kind of a forgotten match, but it's talking about two of the best. They're just two technical masterpieces, masterminds in the ring. Oh, yeah. But this is the beginning of the double main event, by the way. Hogan versus Sid Justice and Macho Man versus Ric Flair. Macho I like Man that graphic. I'm stealing that look. Yeah, with like, <laughs> a little purple. Yeah. Purple and black. And you think about it. For WrestleMania, you're going to get matches like Shawn Michaels and Tito Santana. You're going to get Undertaker and Jake Roberts, which is the beginning of the streak. You get, oh no, Snooker the year before. You get Bret Hart and Roddy Piper for the Intercontinental I Championship. I nominated that as one of my favorite yeah. matches. Those are first ones. Yeah. Uh, Savage versus Flair for the title that got almost 20 minutes. There's Ric Flair with his promo. Oh, they had to get Bobby Heenan back there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, look at him. It just looks real. Like, they're celebrating like something good happened. This is a bad guy. And he oh, looks, he looks psychotic in this promo. Over oh, Flair? Oh, yeah. Because you know what? He, it's, it's like, this is real raw emotion for wrestling. Like, oh, you could feel it. And I think he had several kids at this point, and he said it was, this was the greatest moment of his life. This, the real world champion, nice day. And he and, and my look at his eyes. Look at the intensity. You don't get that from half of these people these days. No, because this is like that's like this if, is you his life. Some, if you gave him a title. And I know it's a big moment. This yeah. is a big moment. But he always brought this level of energy, this level of caring to almost everything he did, and that's something you just don't see with a lot of these people. And Seth Rollins got a similar promo this week, and but he's he always doing it. 
Now, what I want to see is more of this. Just give, remember after WrestleMania 30 when they did the backstage, almost looked like press conferences? I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. That was the best. They need to bring that back because that's how you get stuff like this. The talking smacks of the world. That's how you get stuff like this. I was thinking about that with the Ronda Rousey stuff and, and even the Becky Lynch stuff this week where they did the in-ring stuff, but maybe that's a way to level up a little bit and do like a UFC-type yeah. weigh-in or a boxing weigh-in thing or something where a contract signing oh, isn't cool. in the ring and then you have a little mini press conference beforehand. That's it. That's, that's what all the WrestleManias used to do. After this, there's a press conference in Boston when WrestleMania came out. They did the thing in the at, at um, Cambridge Galleria where Bruce Pritchard talked about getting thrown in the water and all that. But And we've seen Ronda Rousey in that scenario before. Dozens of times. Much better than she is now. Yeah. Well, arguably better. Oh, we've already she's talked about that. She's a, she's a wrestler. Yeah. But anyway, so Ric Flair wins the WWE Championship in a run that nobody's really ever going to remember. It wasn't Ric Flair one of the oddest WWE careers up until he made his return um, the night after uh, one of the King of the Rings when uh, McMahon lost his uh, part of the company. He looks like a nutbag, by the way. And there he is, Mean Gene, R.I.P. A lot of dead people in this match, by the way. The greatest Royal Rumble yeah. of all time. That was And I think probably Rumble. one of the most memorable wins of all time. I mean, I obviously that's going to increase the level of a Royal Rumble's importance. But you won the title. It was Ric Flair's first title in the WWE. Yep. Or whatever the hell it was. Was this his only one? Yeah. Besides, like, the Intercontinental that they really gave him? Yeah, when, like, later in life, yeah. he needed to be, like, Carlito. Um, oh, this is when they did the still mon- uh, montage at the it, end. Yeah. Oh. they got to bring all that. This so cheesy. Nah, I love it. Oh, the oh, Beverly Brothers. Because you're Beverly Brothers. I'm like a bushwhackers. Anyway, but yeah, that'll wrap up this episode. This is a watch along. Thank you guys for watching along with us. Just hug Jameson, by the way. Dead. Is he real? I'm assuming. Oh, oh LOD. Dead. One of them, at least. Yeah, hot. Oh, dead. dead. Earthquake. Oh, just roll for this is like an in memoriam. Dead. No, no, one of them's dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pardon me. Ready to rumble. Look at those. Uh, the still the WCW thing. And there's part of the. Look at Shawn Michaels with that twerk on his body. Rip Flair. Freeze. Freeze. Alright, well. So I think we'll, you know, next month, maybe uh, with Elimination Chamber coming up, maybe we'll do an Elimination Chamber watch along. Oh, we gotta do the one where, uh, well, there's a couple we'll of good stories about Elimination Chambers, but the Edge one where he cashed in, that was an Elimination Chamber. That was Chamber. a great one, yeah. I don't think that was the name of the pay per view because that's ridiculous. Like the match do that, but that was the first, that might have been the first or second one. Uh, it's one of those ones yeah. you remember where you were when you watched it. At least I. You're at Blake's house. Yep. Yeah. In the living room. Yeah, it was New Year's Revolution was the name of the pay per view. Oh. My mind always knows for some reason this stuff. You ask me, oh, what's your wedding date? I don't remember. Anyways, that'll wrap it up. Thank you guys for watching along with us. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, we'll probably do one maybe next month, a bonus episode with uh, one of the Elimination Chambers. So Billy will put a poll together, and or we'll put a poll together. Billy will probably win. Yeah. Well, He'll pick like a good popular one, and I'll pick some crappy one. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. This has been Rock and Rusty. You can follow Billy at BillyD2411. Yep. Uh, but on Instagram, it's BillyD1115. And it's also a lot of your login. Come on. No, don't want to get for the life. And if they do, good more power to them. And uh, no one's listening at this point. Anything they go to the end. That's and right. then you can follow me at Jason D. Rossi. Thank you so much for listening.